Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey, and today we're doing our weekly mailbag show. Not as many questions this week, but I guarantee it's probably because everyone's, most people have drafted. I know some people have drafts this week, but we got a few questions about drafts and different stuff like that. So we'll answer all your questions in just a minute, but make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram, Fantasy Football Profit. The website's fantasyfootballprofit.com. You can go to youtube.com slash fantasyfootballprofit and even go support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash fantasyfootballprofit. You can check out all the things there, how you can support us in different levels. We'll be able to help you out throughout the season. We'll get right into the mailbag show, though, here. Got some good questions. We'll start off easy. Very easy question from Camden. Yes. Devin Funches or Will Fuller? I mean, I have to go Will Fuller. I think he has more upside. I think he's going to be better as long as he stays healthy. I'm willing to take that risk because I think Funches, even though he did very well last year, is just another guy on my team. So I, I want that upside. What about you, though? I get it from that perspective. He doesn't feel like he has the upside. Fuller might. I just don't believe in Will Fuller very much. I, I just don't. So I'm still going to go Funches because I just feel like you're getting a player. I don't even know what you're going to get out of Fuller yet. I haven't yeah. seen it in a sustained period of time from him yet. So I need to see more from him, and I haven't. I've just been staying away from him when I can. But, I mean, but if – okay. Still, though, situational, it depends on what where you're getting the this – too. If this is like your third, I might go Funches to be safe if you have to start three. But if you're down at like your fourth receiver, maybe I go the upside play and go Fuller. You know, it- uh, uh, all right. Yeah, I could, I could get behind that. If you are, if you do need to play them, I just assume you don't need to and put them in their starting position. Um, but yeah, Funches is a little safer. I think he's less of a health risk. I mean, he, you know, he did go 840 yards with eight touchdowns last year. I don't personally think he's going to do any better than that this year with DJ Moore, supposedly Samuel doing better, you know, Christian McCaffrey still getting a ton. So I think that's kind of where he's going to go. He is safer, but I, yeah, I don't know. I have a tough one with that because Will Fuller in 10 games, he only had 28 catches, 423 yards and seven touchdowns. I know that's a ridiculous yard yardage per clip, but if he does manage to stay healthy, say, you know, even only misses a couple of games, I think his receptions and his re- yards and touchdowns will probably be pretty close to anything Funchess does, even for a whole season. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can see. I, I need to see more from Fuller. I guess that's where I'm straying away. But yeah, I guess Funchess isn't the most exciting guy in the world to me either. So <laughs> doesn't inspire a lot of confidence. But I mean, he did, he did well last year. But I guess we all just expect DJ Moore to kind of take a lot of that away from him and Greg Olson. There wasn't Greg Olson last year. That's a very good point. No Greg Olson. DJ Moore is new. So, yeah, that, that's kind of where my head is. But, yeah, he he definitely stepped up and he did better than I ever thought he would. So maybe he will take another step. I just don't personally see it. Yeah, so I guess, yeah, to me it's going to depend on team. But, all right, here's the next question from Ohashi. If he's trading Devontae Adams for a running back, what level of player should I go for? He says he's thinking about Christian McCaffrey. So would you trade Devonte Adams for Christian McCaffrey? I mean, once again, it's all dependent on team. Uh, team makeup PPR would definitely. Well, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, PPR would make that uh, a more of an even trade, definitely, because obviously Christian McCaffrey is going to have far more potential because he's going to catch, you know, if he catches 80 balls, he only matched what he did last year as a rookie. So there's even room to grow. So that is interesting. If you desperately need a running back, I absolutely pull the trigger on this because they're much harder to come by. But once again, it all depends on who you already have. It's yeah. I say talent wise to me, it's a relatively even trade, especially in PPR. It helps. It it's going to depend on how your roster is structured. If you have other wide receivers that are going to pick up the slack, no problem. Then yeah, it makes sense. But if it's Devonta Adams and you got a bunch of you know guys later on that aren't necessarily that great, you don't want to do it. It's just yeah, all trades depend on it. It's hard to do just player for player trades in my mind. I don't know you know. It all depends on what the roster looks like, what your roster will look like after the fact. But talent-wise, yeah, that's perfectly even to me. I don't know what more you can get for Devontae Adams. Probably, You probably can't get much more than a Christian McCaffrey in most leagues, I would think, based on you know how they're going. That's probably about where you're – yeah, I can't see I can't see maybe getting much higher than that, really. Yeah, I mean, I, I really think uh, no one would be – and once again, I'm not sure, but my guess would be that no one would be willing to trade the top nine guys, right? And that's about where you hit Kareem Hunt. Dalvin Cook, maybe if people, well, if they draft him, they're not going to think he's going to be hurt. But the injury, and then you have Devontae Freeman, even him. And then you hit McCaffrey, which I think is where you start. My question for you, Craig, is at what running back do you all of a sudden just say no? Say say, uh, Devontae Adams would be a starting wide receiver, and you do still need a running back. So you would definitely upgrade whatever running that back that would be, but you would definitely downgrade in a wide receiver. What would be the last running back you would be willing to trade for him? Are we talking McCoy, McKinnon? I don't think I would even go for those guys. They they're, they don't they're not as sure things as Adams. So I just take the points with Adams. Honestly, it's probably McCaffrey Mixon. That might be about the level. Where, where would you put Jordan Howard in there? I'd go I Jordan Howard too. That's about yeah. Okay. It's like the McCaffrey Howard Mixon level. Right around there. I I think that's about it. And like you actually look at the ranks right now in Fantasy Pros, it's McCaffrey, Howard, Mixon is the order. After Mixon, it drops to McKinnon. And I think that's where it's McKinnon and McCoy next. So yeah, I think that's about my cutoff. That's that's about it. That's if you're running back desperate, if you're desperate. Because I think Adams might be a little better than that. But if you need yeah. the running back, I think that's still a fair enough trade for you to do it. Yeah, I think that's a, probably a good line in the sand, especially for someone as talented as Adams. Yep. Next question. Jay Breck says, what are some specific running backs you are targeting through trade this year? So another kind of same thing in a way. I mean, it's hard to trade for the top guys. I'll say that. It really is. So the kind of guys I might trade for are, I might even say it's a specific player. It's going to be somebody who early on might struggle that you still believe in. That's why I like to go for. If there's a guy that's struggling early, who knows who it could be, but if someone's struggling first couple weeks, but you still think they're a good running back and they're going to bounce back, try to get that guy. Maybe the owner's panicking. That's what I'm looking for. Right now, before the season starts, it's, to me, it's hard. To, I don't like trading before the season. I like to get, I think that you don't get, it's hard to get a you know a good trade off. If, if you get a guy that's struggling after a couple weeks that you believe in, I think that's where you end up getting talent and they turn it around and all of a sudden you made a great deal. So that's what I'd look for. Just wait a couple weeks, find somebody that's struggling that you think is going to turn it around. Go for them. Yeah, um, I agree. I mean, really, I think it all depends on who would be a willing trade partner. I mean, that's what really it comes down to. No one's going to trade the high guys because they put too much draft capital into them. 
Um, you have no idea who's going to do, you know, up, down. And if someone drafted them, generally they believe in them. So they're not going to give them up for nothing. Um, I'd be looking at someone like someone uh, is hurting right away. They lose a couple games. I'd be kind of looking at that person who has Mark Ingram because I think that's a chip that they can sell and they can get a player for two more games than they would for him. So that would be someone that I kind of keep an eye on. Other than that, though, it's very difficult to tell this early on. Yeah, it really is. And everyone usually still loves all the players they drafted at this point. So you know, even yeah, even their bench players always have a special spot in their heart. So they never want to be the guy that trades the person they draft and then miss out on them. All right, let's move on to Joseph Benedict's question. He says, I'm in a 12 team, 12 team PPR league and I have the 12th pick he said, would you pass on receivers like Beckham Hopkins and Jones and go running back, running back to get players like Hunt, Cook, Gordon, Fournette, Fournette, McCaffrey. He says, when I've done mock drafts, I feel my team comes out better going running back, running back than running back wide receiver. What do you think? So that's, it's okay. If DeAndre Hopkins was actually there in a PPR at 12, I highly doubt he would be. <laughs> actually, every player they named here, I was like, uh, maybe one or two will be there. Right. <laughs> like if Hopkins is there, I go Hopkins and I bypass my normal running back, running back. You know, yeah, I, I agree. I'll be back up uh, too. Yeah, you know, if and Antonio Brown won't be there, but Antonio Brown, OBJ, or Hopkins, I would definitely take them if you if they drop to the twelfth pick. I think that's a no brainer. I think you have to. What about what about Jones though? Would you do the same thing with Julio, or would you grab a running back and then hope that he comes back? Well, to if if like if Gordon and Fournette were there and Hunt and Cook, I'm going running back, running back for sure. If it's just Jones left, if Beckham and Hopkins are gone, in Shoot, even with Beckham there, I might be I might be really considering the Gordon Fournette duo there. I really like that. Or man, I really like. <laughs> I don't think you'll have four, two of those four or two of those five. McCaffrey will probably be there, but I don't think you'll have two of those other four there. I really don't see yeah, it. And I think McCaffrey, especially in a PPR league, um, he he'd be a great you know pick, especially coming back around. If you could get him as your your running back and grab like a top end wide receiver or even. If Fournette or Gordon for some reason fell to the twelve, that those two would be great as well. But yeah, I, I have a feeling it's going to be a little different than the players he put down on here. But just to say, even with this, if you get a top end wide receiver, I have no issue with you taking it. But I generally agree with him, and I I do like to go running back, running back. I think it's easier to make up wide receiver. One, you know, I'll say it one last time. <laughs> yep, it really is. It's it's the way to go typically. Yeah, unless unless Hank Hopkins is there, that's just. I doubt it. I doubt he'll ever be there. I haven't seen it yet in a PPR league. I don't I, even standard. I haven't. I don't believe I've seen him fall. That I mean, I've seen him. I guess to fall at the beginning of the second, but that was maybe in a ten team, a ten team standard. That's about it. So I'm gonna. I don't think it's gonna happen. So Hobie asks, since wide receiver is so deep, this is the same kind of question here. Do you suggest going running back heavy early and pick up guys like Ridley, DJ Moore, Mike Williams, and Godwin later on in the draft? I think I know the answer to this one. I was going to say, go ahead and answer. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Go running back heavy. Yeah, definitely at the end of the draft, try to stock up on those guys. Because the the guys you listed specifically are the guys that I think everyone's looking for. They seem to be the high upside wide receivers late on the draft. The young guys here, the two rookies and the two second year guys. So definitely go running back heavy. And then one of those four might break out and become one of the top guys. You know, at least a top 20 guy. It's possible. I mean, I'm, I'm almost one of these guys will. I have a really good feeling about that. So take a chance and do it. Definitely get those running backs, though. 
Yeah, 100% agree. I mean, to the point where I have no issue if three of your first top four picks are running backs. Like, it, running back heavy will not hurt you. No, it, it really won't. And every draft that I've done so far, I've, I mean, I've done a couple where I get the receivers early. I mean, I, yeah, I was like I say, I'll feel good about Hopkins or Brown, but that's really only if they fall because even getting, I've done the drafts where I've gotten Brown at five and I do not like how my team turned out. That third or that second running back you get in the third is just, it, you're not confident in it at all. And it just kind of, I think, screws up your draft a bit. And I don't know. I don't, I haven't seen many good teams going wide receiver early. It seems to me that's just not, not the way to go this year. So I would just try to get as many of those running backs as you can. Cause yeah, just, it's not good if you don't. So next question is from kind of a big deal. Yes. This is a keeper, keeper question. It's half point PPR. And you also get half a point, though, per rush attempt. And there's also bonuses for yardage milestones. So are you keeping Jordan Howard or Christian McCaffrey? Oh, this is a very, very good question. I I almost I wish he did actually put down what the yardage milestone was that you get the bonus for. That would be very helpful if it's just rushing, if it's uh, total yards and what that would be. Um, for me, I mean, I would... I have Howard ranked ahead of McCaffrey. That's not what everyone does, but I would still go Howard because of that um, half a point per carry. Th- that pretty much will actually help him outgain McCaffrey even after that 0.5 PPR. So, and then on top of that, if the bonus is for yardage rushing only, not receiving, I don't know how that shakes out. Um, Howard would have that as well. Otherwise, they come about last year. I think they came out about the same yardage. Um, so even if McCaffrey takes another step, I don't think it would be to the point where he would outscore Howard by a ton because Howard had like over a hundred more carries than him last year. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Howard here too because if it's the yardage milestones for like maybe a hundred yards rushing or a hundred yards receiving, I don't know if McCaffrey's gonna hit either of those. His total yards might be more than Howard's. But Howard might get 102 rushing and McCaffrey will have a combined 120, but not hit a bonus for either. It's very possible. And those that half point per carry, it just has to benefit Howard more than the half point BPR obviously benefits McCaffrey. So, yeah, it's going to be Howard here for me all day. I think it just it has to be Howard. It, and the, the, if he's going to get 20 carries, I mean, you're in you're in really good shape. So. Yeah, I'm definitely going Howard there. And I think he's more of the sure thing anyway at that spot. McCaffrey, do we really know what we're getting yet? I mean, how confident are you in McCaffrey? I know he gets picked in that around that spot every time, but I don't know if I felt feel any more confident in him right now after the preseason or anything. I just not sure. What are you feeling about that, McCaffrey? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I guess I don't know what we really have as far as a rusher goes. I mean he does have that big playability. I think he'll be better than he was last year because he had 117 rushes for 435 and two touchdowns. He only averaged 3.7 yards, uh, you know, per carry, but he was a dynamo as, as a receiver coming out of the backfield. 80 catches as a rookie, five touchdowns. So that's where he really shines. They do have CJ Anderson. Even if he increases his touches by 60 carries, which is significant, especially someone they used the way they did last year, he would still be 100 carries less than what Jordan Howard did last year. 
And that's kind of what I assume he's going to get this year as well. All right, got a couple, I got another trade question here. This is from Alpha Gang. He's asking me, I got actually got his roster. So after I get the trade here, I'll run down some of the key players here. He's asking, should he trade Carson Wentz and Marquise Goodwin for Aaron Rodgers? So currently Marquise Oof. Goodwin would is in his starting lineup. Basically, he's probably his third receiver behind Keenan Allen and Jarvis Landry. After Goodwin, he has... Chris Godwin and Didi Westbrook. Those are his bench. So, would you trade Wentz and Goodwin for Rodgers? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's a pretty fair trade. I have a hard one with this one because I actually do have Wentz on my team. I do believe when he comes back, he's going to be very good. Oh, I say he also but has I, Jimmy Garoppolo. He also has Garoppolo. Yep. Yeah, the problem with that is you could start Garoppolo for a couple of weeks and and wait on it. I think Aaron Rodgers might be slightly the safer play, but I'm actually going to stay pat. I'm going to stick with Wentz thinking he's going to be very good. And I I think Goodwin is going to do very well this year. And I think he's better than the other two, Godwin or Didi, that you have. I think you're a more complete team if you stick with your guns and don't trade for that. But it's close. Yeah, I'm I'm going to stick with it because I don't want to have to start Godwin or Didi Westbrook right now. I don't think that's the play. So... As much as Rodgers is going to probably be an upgrade, I think the wide receiver downgrade is too much. Because as much as I love Chris Godwin, we we have absolutely no idea what he is yet. I mean, no clue whatsoever. So, I mean, could you could you ever put him in the starting lineup right away? I mean, if I had to, but I mean, you're kind of hoping for a touchdown because I don't think he's going to get enough, you know, volume in order to make him worthwhile week to week. All right, so we're already getting start and sit questions for week one. This is just a quick one off the top of your head, not even caring about matchups, PPR. It's going to be PPR. It's Robert Woods or Will Fuller. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I have this love affair with Will Fuller at the moment. I just like his upside, and Robert Woods is so boring to me. Once again, my head says Robert Woods just to take the safe points. My heart says Will Fuller. So I guess it, it depends on the matchup. If you need the points, go Will Fuller. If you're already head and you're going for the safe play, go Robert Woods. All right, another one. Would you trade Devontae Adams and Devontae Freeman for Le'Veon Bell, this is from Logan. He's asking Adams and Freeman for Bell. He already has Zeke, so he would trade Adams and Freeman and have a running back group of Zeke and Bell. But still, would you do it, given up that oh. much talent? Uh, no, I wouldn't. I don't think so either. I mean, obviously it depends on wide receivers, but I'm sure Adams is his number one. So I don't think – I think that's too much talent to give up. Yeah, and, and the fact that Bell hasn't – I mean, I think Bell will be very good, but the fact that he hasn't been around and there's kind of so much, you know, stories about what he's going to do, holding out all that good stuff, I, I don't think you can possibly give up that much – I mean, that much points that they're going to score you in order to get a guy that uh, kind of refused to play preseason yet. It's just too big of a gamble for me. Yep, I'm, I agree. Yeah, I think that's – It'd be nice to have Bell and, Ze- Bell and Zeke there, though. I mean, you'd feel pretty good about it. <laughs> yeah, it would be very nice. But Devontae Freeman and, you know, and then Adams as well. It's no slouch either. Yeah. So here's a, here's a long question from Stan. So just try to follow with me here, okay? <laughs> it's from Stan. Right. Email this in. He says, I just drafted my fantasy team in the very unpredictable 12-team home league that I've played in for 20 years. And we all know home leagues, yes. They're extremely unpredictable, aren't they? <laughs> but it says this year they decided to switch from standard to half point PPR and folks lost their damn minds, which <laughs> I can only imagine how that would go. If we did that in one of our leagues, just change it over to half point. I think it. Only- yeah, I, I completely, I completely relate to that. I feel, I feel for everyone. You think you have it locked in and then they switch it on you. 
So he says, I had the number three overall pick in the, in, a, in a snake draft, and he had Gurley fall to him at number three. So looks like people must have already gone crazy. Gurley goes number three. And he says, there's eight running backs taken and four wide receivers in the first round. In the second round, though, Derrick Henry went at the second pick in the second round, which is crazy, even especially in, P, in any kind of PPR. Yeah. He says, then I took – so Stan took McCaffrey with his second pick. So we now has Gurley and McCaffrey. Not bad. Yeah. And he says, I elected to take Mixon then in the third to fill my flex spot instead of going Diggs, Hilton, Tyreek Hill, or Doug Baldwin as a number one. But he says he did grab Amari Cooper and Allen Robinson with his next two picks and filled out his bench with wide receivers such as Kenny Stills, Kenny or Chris Godwin, Michael Gallup, Anthony Miller. He says, Do you like my strat? Do you think my do you feel like my strategy is a viable one? Or have I lost my damn mind as well? So he gets Gurley, McCaffrey, Mixon to start off his team. Then Cooper Robinson are basically the starters there. Would you rather have basically it's the it's it's the biggest decision, I guess, is should you should he have gone Diggs Hilton Hill over Mixon or not? Did he say Hill or Hilton? Both. Was so Hilton was there? Yeah. Uh um yeah, I don't I don't hate it. I think this one is uh, completely up to you of who you like and who you don't, because I think Mixon will be good. I think he's, you know, kind of a question mark, but that is I mean, your your running backs are set. Injury doesn't hurt you, all that good stuff. Me personally in a PPR though, half PPR, I think I go Hilton there, knowing he's gonna touch a catch a ton of balls, and then I have that wide receiver one. It, the only reason it scares me is because Amari Cooper is a question mark. I'm willing to take that risk. But Amari Cooper paired with Allen Robinson in his first two, that, that's a little too much for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to – it's definitely – I say it's definitely a viable strategy. I don't think he did anything wrong. It's, it all depends on what Mixon turns out to be. If Mixon is just a bust, though, then you're going to really – you're going to really wish you picked Hilton there or Diggs. Diggs in my case. I'd probably pick Diggs, but. Cooper, though, and Robinson could be really good, they're, but they're so – it could go either way with them. We don't know. So, I mean, it, this could be a great team. It really – if Mixon lives up to his potential, Cooper does, Robinson, no, this team is this team is great. But there's such question marks with really Mixon, Cooper, Robinson there. Makes you no, – no. and then I say even the backup guys, Stills, I'm not the biggest Stills guy. I think Godwin will be good. Gallup – I don't know yet. Anthony Miller, I don't know if he's going to be there good this year or not. But I say, I would say the strategy is definitely viable, especially in a 12-team league. That's a pretty solid team. Um, probably have the best running back depth I'm, depth, I'm guessing. If you're able to get mixed in there in the third, I'm sure this is the best running back team in the league. Yeah, and and to be fair, if uh, you know in a 12-person league, it, if your wide receivers are not getting it done or Allen Robinson has a setback or if he doesn't, you know, you can get a lot for like Mixon or one of your running backs. So you're, you're, it's, you know, it's a very, like you said, very viable option. It probably gives you a little more wiggle room if you do need to change course. Um, yeah, completely up to you though. I think I would have went Hilton, but once again, but all right, that'll do it for the mailbag. Now we'll be back next week. It's going to be week one stuff here. We'll be back, but probably with the Tuesday episode. Um, we'll have week one rankings, week one waivers. We'll get some reaction to the first game next week already. So it's already that time of year. It's crazy. You ready to put out those week one rankings yet? <laughs> yeah, I am. I think uh, at this point it'll be pretty easy. You don't really have to worry about matchups near as much, which is nice because you don't know what defenses are actually going to be that good. And you're kind of going off of last year. So you go with your rankings, you know what I mean? Hold, hold, uh, 
hold honest with it, and then you just change it as we figure out who's who. Yep, and hopefully we'll learn quick, but it's going to, we'll, there'll definitely be surprises right away, but I already got some good waiver wire pickups for next week that you might as well, you know, you could already get on your team now, so we'll go over all that next week. We'll talk to you guys then. <laughs>